This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Well, make it cell number one. What? These aren't the droids we're looking for. In an insane world, it was the sanest choice. Silencio Bruno. And my axe. Hey, fellas. Either one of you know where the Smithsonian is? I'm here to pick up a fossil. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Geeks out on Joy 94.9. You're going to need a bigger boat. Welcome back, lads, lasses, and beautiful non-binary babes. I'm Miranda Sparks here with Clayton. Hello. With Tamsin. Hello. And Haley. Yo. <laughs> it's a full house here on Geeks Out. And right now we're going to be talking our most anticipated TV shows coming up this year in the brand new 2022. There is so much on the list here. I'm just going to, I'm just going to rattle them off for you right now. From Marvel, we've got Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Ms. Marvel, Ironheart, Secret Invasion, and Armor Wars coming out. From DC over the CW, HBO Max, and Cartoon Network, we have Oh my gosh, this is a list. Naomi, The Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Batwoman, Stargirl, Frenemies, Superman and Lois, Peacemaker, Titans, Doom Patrol, Pennyworth, Young Justice Phantoms, Harley Quinn, Titans, Go, DC Superhero Girls, and Batwheels. That's cars, but with the Batmobile. <laughs> From Star Wars, as we mentioned before, this year is going to be giving us Obi-Wan Kenobi, Andor, Ahsoka, Lando, Rangers of the New Republic, The Acolyte from Star Trek. We have Picard Season 2 and Strange New Worlds. We also have House of the Dragon uh, spinning out of the, the George R. R. Martin book series. Lord of the Rings in TV form. Willow, Interview with a Vampire. The Last of Us, Gremlins, Secret of the Mogwai, as well as Doctor Who Series 14. We're only getting three specials of that this year, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know. So it won't be Season 14. It will be... Just random specials. Uh, 14-ish. 13 and a half. Yeah, 13.5. Maybe. <laughs> but uh, we're, we're going to be talking... I mean, Tamsin, you, you talked before, Dragula Season 4 was, you know, one of your favourites for this year. So, oh, yeah. for 2022, naturally, one of your most anticipated picks is... Dragula Season 5 has been confirmed on ACM for mid-2022. AMC. Uh, yeah, yeah. dyslexia comes out there perfectly. <laughs> well, it's Shudder anyway, so. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it is on Shudder in Australia. And so the next Drag Monsters or the Dragula Season 5, who'll be the finalists for next season, and they'll be given double what they were this season, which was 100,000. So 200,000. So 200,000, up to, oh. yep. Um, it'll be more glamorous, more entertaining. Um, the interview the Boulet brothers gave, they said season four is a real triumph for our team, but it's only the beginning and we can't wait to share what we have planned next. We have such sights to show you. It's really the little show that could, because it started off as like a YouTube show. So yeah. it's done so well. Uh, more, it, the- more filth, more horror, more beautiful, scary, ugly art. Uglies, uglies everywhere. And, and just, just the variety of cont- contestants are brilliant. So can't wait. Now, I do want to turn, obviously, Marvel are the big game. What's Marvel? <laughs> Uh, it's this little indie studio. Uh, you might have heard of it. Just uh, working on a shoestring budget. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Led by their like lead creator, Stanley Excelsior, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the guy. That's the guy. Yeah. You know, like little uh, guy working in the back office. 
<laughs> now, I mean, we're, we're, some of us are going to be excited for, for stuff that we're seeing happening in Marvel. Like, personally, I'm super psyched for She-Hulk, Tatiana Maslany, and Jamila Jamil are always a delight on screen. I can't Yay. wait to see those characters come to life. I mean, 100% with you. I, yeah. I cannot wait. She-Hulk is just one of my favorites of all time. Yeah, we also have Ms. Marvel coming. If you haven't read the comic, especially the series by G. Willow Wilson, you're missing out because Kamala Khan is the fangirl insert that represents us all. And I deeply hope that translates into the MCU. Haley. You want me to talk about Miss Marvel? Or? Oh, oh! You talk about whatever you want. Honey. I mean, I, I I love Miss Marvel in the comics. I find it a little weird that she writes straight fan fiction because <laughs> that's not my experience. Most fan fiction is incredibly gay, but um, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to Moon Knight. Oh, that's going to be fun! I love crazy Batman. I love <laughs> the memes about him. I try everyone owing him money, and he's just trying to get it out of Dracula and everyone. Especially else. Dracula, that nerd owes him money. Oh. If you're not familiar with that meme, it is fantastic. Dracula, you nerd, where's my effing money? <laughs> it, I really hope that they drop a reference to that into the Moon Knight series. And if they don't, how dare Marvel not listen to its fans, which it's <laughs> never done before. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, Oscar Isaac is always a joy to see on screen, and we're going to see him just ham it up as, like, Marvel's craziest uh, superhero. It's going to be fantastic. Oh, for sure. I really do have to mention, a few of us are uh, excited for Picard Season 2. Lots of mixed feelings on Picard Season 1, you know, because they say it's not a Star Trek show, because it's not a Federation story. (laughs) Yeah. They say a lot of things. They say a lot of things. <laughs> a lot of fans are not happy for. And I guess, I guess, re- like if you don't like something, you don't like something, yeah. and that's fine. But sometimes I loved it. Sometimes Same. you listen to the reasons that <laughs> I'm excited for this series purely because we get to see John Delancey as Q come back, mm-hmm. and you know, old man Q as well. <laughs> and he's still. You know, he's, he's rocking the silver fox look and the, and the little beard and just, you know, it's like, oh, yes, I want to, I want to see that and just, you know, a, a tired, beleaguered Picard having to deal with him. They also go back to the 21st century to our time. So I really hope that we're going to see some shenanigans like in Star Trek, in the Star Trek <laughs> four film where you had the original series actors going around San Francisco and Walter Keon going, where are the nuclear vessels? <laughs> Show me where your nuclear was. <laughs> good to know that we still make fun of people's accents in the future. So. <laughs> I mean, it's okay to pick on Russians. They're white. So, That's true. Yeah. That's a good point, actually. There we go. Uh, so, uh, look, Picard is... Um, I love the first season so much. And I'm and so much awesome queerness. And I'm just looking forward to seeing more of that. Um, I, I feeling like looking at some of the trailers, I actually feel like it's going to be more like the, uh, the Voyager time travel episode where they go back to the present than the... Uh, the um, movie version but we'll see how it goes i mean i'm really hoping for for star trek 4 tams and you are really looking forward to this one as well of course it's going to be epic it is very much in my wheelhouse because it also has it also has the the very lovely sapphic seven of nine as well (laughs) who has been who has been giving us those lady love vibes from the moment she stepped on screen in voyager and now that she's got that whole cowgirl swagger thing going on it's just it's just ramped up to the extreme i believe she's in the same sex relationship now as well which is great to see on screen is her efficiency still include high heel shoes 
Let's let's hope. Okay, sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if she knew how to run faster in them than she would on on flat feet. Mm-hmm. Um, Clayton, you're also excited for Lord of the Rings. Look, I, I have to be. Um, I think I'm legally obliged to. Um, <laughs> no, I like, I do love the movies. I've never read the books. It's um, I read a lot of books, but I have never actually read Lord of the Rings. But I, I still love the movies so much that I'm looking forward to a series. Now, I don't actually know much about. The Lord of the Rings series, is it just set in the world of Lord of the Rings or is it another telling of the story? You know what? I have no idea because, <laughs> but I'm just so excited for it anyway. I'm actually not sure. So, I think it's stuff happening within the world of Lord of the Rings rather than a retell of the story. Okay. You know, I don't think we need a new retell of the story right now. No, because if you want to if you want to sit down for nine hours and watch Lord of the Rings, that's, that's about as long as a series can be. That's if you watch the short version. That's if you watch the short version. <laughs> so my my um, partner actually recently watched the ex- all three extensions versions and i didn't see it for days so mm-hmm. yeah it, th- it does take days yes. there we go all i know about lord of the rings is that i try to read the hobbit and mm-hmm. i get stuck on this point where there are all these dwarves with different colored beards with different colored hats with different musical instruments who are wearing different colored cloaks and i i just i just get lost and i'm like who's who and related to what and plays that i i don't know i can't i can't read this anymore and that's where i kind of stop with the hobbit so unfortunately yeah i, I get a bit lost <laughs> i've also tried to read the hobbit and it is hard work and so i forget there's no way i'm gonna get through lord of the rings <laughs> now tamsin you are an 80s child and you I love am. some it was a great era for fantasy it was and, and we're seeing some great revivals right now let's talk about you know willow is coming out as a TV series this year. Tell us about Willow. Tell us what you love about Willow. So, Willow, and I always get it confused. I want to go Caravan of Courage, but that was the Ewoks. So, (laughs) I was was trying to remember over this, but it's all very fantasy in a little – in elements of fairies and structure like that. And it just, you know – all looks like, you know, I was a time bandits freak as well, and Willow just bounced off the back of that, and so very much looking forward to all this. I loved Willow. It was one of my favourite films. Even though I'm not a big fantasy fan, I'm still really connected, and I, I'm really looking forward to seeing a series. Now, Gremlins. We're, uh, we're getting a Gremlins series. So excited. Animated? I'm not no, sure if it's... No, no, it's it's real. real oh, I thought real. it was animated. No, it's not animated. There was an animated series. Was I understand. It? Okay. I, I, I don't actually know much about this one. I just kind of, you know, no. the name Tamsin, you know. So, tell, so tell this is the, it's the prelude to how Mogwai's became into the, into the diamond, into the era that it is now. Okay, so it's going to be have a, a retro feel to it then, yes. I imagine. From everything I've seen of it, mm-hmm. yes, I'll find the thing for you. Now, for go. those of you who are not familiar, the Mogwai are the little furry things that if you feed them after midnight... They become gremlins. They become gremlins. And if you get them wet, they multiply. Which is how things work, isn't it? It is... <laughs> I'm sorry. Yanks. I'm I'm gonna have to take you into a back room and give you a spanking, young man. Thank you. (laughs) We will Oh actually and you are right, it is a animated one. Apologies there. I'm sure I'd seen the preview for it and they weren't animated. It might might be just pictures like randomly popping up. (laughs) Uh, No, it is going to be an animated, which I'm still there for. Absolutely. I think, Hayley, you're an anime fan, uh, animation fan, are you not? Yeah, all things. Anime and animation, Mm -hmm. all things kind of animated. But it is Um, still very much a prequel. (laughs) Now, on to animation for a moment. 
Harley Quinn season three is going to be dropping this year as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm so down for this. It's going to be so good. It's such a lovely, filthy series as well. So great. And so gay. Incredibly (laughs) gay. And I just, I just want like Harley, I just want more of Harley Quinn like backflipping, smashing someone in the bait, in the face with a baseball bat and then kissing poison ivy. Just give me more of that. That's, uh, you can be nothing but like just reruns of the same clip and I'll just eat it up. That's, that's transbian culture (laughs) all over. Backflips, baseball bats, (laughs) making out with, with, poisonous pant- plant ladies and i love the juxtaposition of the suicide squad king shark and harley quinn king shark that's just like I love that, how they're just so different it's amazing yeah for those of you who've not seen the sh- seen the show in harley quinn king shark is a he's, he's a blogger and he wears tech genius too he's a tech genius and he wears a hoodie and you know he, he does more than trying to make friends with the cuttlefish. <laughs> he has lots more friends than the cuttlefish. I'm not sure which version I like better. They're both pretty charming. I, I love them both, yeah. They're both pretty great. Plus, we've got that, uh, not technically a Stargirl series three, but Stargirl Frenemies. Frenemies, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to this one, the way they've set it up with the Crocs returning as well as their neighbors. Um, uh, what a, what a great reveal. I'm looking forward to like, Artemis Croc shenanigans. Like, does she become Artemis that we know from the comics, or are we going to get more like uh, Sportsmaster Junior? Who knows? I'm I'm all for this series. This tr- this show is trash, but I love it. It's, it's like consumable garbage. If if you're into like Silver Age DC comic Yo, stuff, yeah. like it's it's a love letter to that era. Even though I have personal feelings about the producer Jeff Johns myself, <laughs> which I shan't share. Here. Uh, folks, we're going to be back in a minute. We're going to be talking our upcoming film picks for 2022. You're listening to Geeks Out. Don't go anywhere. Five, four, three, two, one. Geeks Out. Our go. You are back, Miranda. Clayton, Tamsin, and Haley. One thing we didn't get to talk about in our most anticipated 2022 TV picks, there's a show that Haley, you're particularly yes, very excited about. Yes, I am about. extremely excited for this. Um, I uh, backed it, um, basically. <laughs> uh, so there's a little little indie program on the internet. You may have heard of it. You may not have. Who knows? Called Critical Role. <gasps> it is the most highest grossing Twitch channel on the planet and they're into their third season of playing D and D together. Uh, essentially uh, they did a Kickstarter a few years back before the pandemic. I, I believe it was before. Was the there pandemic. a time before the pandemic? Uh, you know, I, I forget. That's just before the pandemic and this hellhole now. In the um, time before. In the before time. Uh, they, uh, they did a Kickstarter. It raised almost 12 million US dollars. It, uh, had over almost 90,000 backers. They did not expect it to hit this thing. Like Lots it, of hype. What's it called? It's called um, Legend of Vox Machina. All right. What's it about? It is about a small group, again, of found family uh, doing adventures in a fantasy land, but also very much getting drunk and having shenanigans. And absolutely nothing happy queers could possibly relate to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It is, the show is incredibly queer. Um, the, the, 
uh, show it's based off uh, Critical Role has always like touched on and uh, had queer issues up front in their character things. So it's going to be fun to see that on screen. For sure. We will bring you more about that. And Haley, you know, we're going to have you talking about that when that happens. Because, you know, if you're supporting it, then, you know, you, you absolutely got to be in on it. Are you a producer? January? Do we call you a producer? <laughs> <laughs> on the Hardly. 28th of January, I'm Prime. <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't know which channel it's going to be on. Prime, Amazon. Oh, it's going to be on Prime. There we go. Yeah. Uh, folks, we are now going to be talking about our upcoming film picks for 2022. Again, Reeling off the Marvel stuff, Thor, Love and Thunder, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. From Sony, we also have Mobius, as well as Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. DC brings us Black Adam, The Batman, The Flash, The League of Super Pets. Disney will be bringing us Lightyear, Turning Red, Disenchanted, Pinocchio. That's the live-action CGI one in the spirit of the remakes. Hocus Pocus 2. I'm, I'm, I'm really giddy for that one. Also special mentions for The 355, John Wick Chapter 4, Avatar 2, Jurassic World Dominion, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Halloween Ends, Everything Everywhere, All at Once, Salem's Lot, and so much more. Clayton, what's your number one? I think mine is, and you didn't mention it, which is quite exciting. So, um, it is actually another Jordan Peele production, which is called Nope. And I can't tell you anything about it because nobody knows anything about it. We only really know that it's called Nope. Now, um, now Clayton, you totally missed an opportunity there. I, what was that? I'm, I'm like, Clayton, you know, what, what's your pick? And you could have just gone, Nope. nope. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We'll, we'll rehearse better next time. Shall we? <laughs> but Jordan Peele's Nope. Jordan Peele's Nope. So, we've kind of just had like a bit of a uh, teaser with a bit of an ominous cloud and stuff. And that's pretty much it. So... I am still ridiculously excited because I love Jordan Peele's films. So. Even just that name is evocative of just, you know, opening up a creepy door and just looking inside and seeing something that's that's vaguely ominous and just being like, nope. And really, it's clearly what black families do when there's a haunted house compared to, you know, white families. Like, <laughs> black families just go, nope. Whereas white people are like, let's go in. <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's better to be the black family and not the black friend. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that goes with them. Mm-hmm. Um Hocus Pocus 2, I'm, the first one was, was a classic for a reason. It really was. Bette Midler. I love Bette Midler. Bette Midler, um, Kathy Najimy, Sarah oh, yeah. Jessica Parker. Yeah, and Bette Midler. And Bette Midler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bette Midler. Midler. It's gonna be wonderful yeah, to see it. them again. Um, Halloween ends. Look, I'm actually ready for it to end because I really didn't like the last film, but I kind of want to see how, where they go because, um, where they have sort of ended up. So. Do you think it will end? This time around. Uh, not if they made enough money, no. <laughs> now, something- They'll that- bring it back somehow if they can afford it. Oh, yeah. Something I think we're all excited for is Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, starring Michelle Yao. I only saw this like a week ago for the first time. It just came out of nowhere. Mm. Yeah. Absolute ambush. Yeah. yeah. And, and just- there's so much WTF at that trailer. Initially, you see her playing a very mundane character and you think, oh, is she going to be playing a drama this time around? But no, it's multiverse madness, which is, you know, very in vogue in, yes. in cinema at the moment. But for once, it's not a superhero in the multiverse. It's Michelle Yao doing what Michelle Yao does best. And since we're not constrained by appealing to an all ages audiences, we might, we might be seeing some very, very interesting action in this one i kind of got a bit of um the one jet lee sort of vibe from it like Mm. that sort of Mm. multiverse feel definitely there's definitely that going on um i don't know 
I, I just like we shouldn't compare it to to a very very poor film like that one <laughs> well, like yeah. like the one. Haley, you're excited for this one as well. Yeah, I um I love a good multiverse tale. I'm a comic book fan. It's kind of contractually obligated. Um, <laughs> so it's I from just the get go when I saw that that what was going on in that trailer was just like oh yeah no I'm on board. Uh, even for like the little googly eye in her forehead, it's. It's incredibly interesting uh, concept with her being able to just tap into like abilities of her multiversal counterparts. Um, I don't. Again, we don't know much about this, as the trailer is incredibly in your face and overstimulating, but also tells you very little at the same time mm. uh, about what to exactly to expect. But um, I am one hundred percent here for this film. Now, I, I think it behooves us to talk about the bevy of Marvel content we're also going to be getting this year. Tamsin, you're psyched for Black Panther Wakanda Forever by director Ryan Coogler. It's, we're going to wait all the way till November for that one, but what's got you psyched for this film? Uh, look, I think we can wait, and I am psyched because, yes, we will miss Mr. Bozeman and... Of course, they're not recasting his role, but the story instead will shift focus to from King T'Challa, T'Challa. To, T'Challa to his spunky sister Sharia, played Sh- uh, Shuri, Shuri, played by Letitia Wright. I, I, th- I think they should recast her personally. Mm-hmm. Yes, agreed. Yeah, because yeah. last I heard that actually production had shut down because Le- uh, Letitia refused to get vaccinated and refused to follow COVID mandates. Mm. I mean, the rest of the cast has been amazing, especially mm. like Lupita Nyong'o. I will love her in absolutely everything. And I'm just like, why, why not make her Shuri instead? That would be great. <laughs> she Even, could have been the next Black Panther. She could have been the next Black Panther. That would have been absolutely amazing. I mean, that's definitely one that uh, we're all anticipating. We're still going to check that out because, you know, we are all suckers for the Marvel machine. Yeah. And but I believe, and look, I think she has said some nasty things about trans people as well. I, I mean, maybe a little bit. Yeah. You know, it's not like we pay attention to that. Or uh, anything. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, but, you know, there are. There are things we're much more psyched about, like uh, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. I'm going to start with you, Haley. On you know what's got you psyched for this one? Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, again, it's a multiverse film. I'm contractually obligated to love it um, and be hyped for it. Uh, we're getting. It is. It seems to be in a weird way, like everything that the television shows for the most part, except for maybe like winter soldier has been building to has been multiverse of madness we're getting we're getting stuff from the what if show we're getting uh stuff from one division we're getting stuff from spider-man we're getting loki loki stuff loki. from loki everything everywhere is coming together and it's just like ah oh, yes this is it's marvel's everything everywhere all at once exactly <laughs> and i i look forward every every shot i see of a different version of doctor strange coming out of that uh, production has been just fantastic. No matter what you think of the first Doctor Strange film, you had this mirror universe sort of kaleidoscopic, beautiful effect, which mm. was fantastic. We get to see that here. Plus, it's Sam Raimi returning to Marvel. I know. Oh. Which, which we're so, so psyched about. For Marvel's first horror film. For Marvel's first horror film. And I, you know, I really didn't enjoy the first Doctor Strange film. I, Doctor Strange has grown on me somewhat. I still don't love him. Um, but I'm so looking forward to this just to see Wanda. Being and that- also, um, America French, uh, America Chavez. Chavez. Yes. Mm-hmm. A great character in the comics. Yeah. We're just going to tease you about her and just leave it at that for now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, think also Marvel has set 
a precedent where it's, you know, had some films that they didn't have the first strong film, but when those characters came back for the sequel and the threequel, they were much better films, especially either the number two or the number three. You know, uh, mm. Captain America, Winter mm-hmm. Soldier was, you know, a, a great example of that. And another, Thor, um, Thor Ragnarok, now leading into Thor Love and Thunder, which has also made our list. The second Thor film directed by Taika Waititi, Chris Hemsworth will be making his return, as well as Natalie Portman, who will be, I don't know, seems maybe she's going to be a Thor. Maybe she'll even pick up Mjolnir. In this one. And she was missing from Ragnarok, which I know wasn't necessarily a bad thing, but it is good to see her back though. I know a lot of, a lot of the wrong kind of people are upset about Natalie Portman taking on, um, taking on the role, but who cares? Really? (laughs) We're psyched for it. I'm so psyched. I can't believe we have to wait till July though, again. Come on. I actually am just looking forward to Korg. <laughs> Korg's going to be great. Seeing him back. Uh, Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie. Uh, apparently the Guardians of the Galaxy are going to be in there. As well as Christian Bale as Gore the God Butcher. Oh. So, you know, good times all around, Tamsin. Good times. Good times. Good times. <laughs> um, I, I really want to mention Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Sometimes I have railed about how tired I am by multiverse stories, but the first film in this series was amazing. The introduction of Miles Morales, of um, Gwen Stacy as Spider-Woman. We also, in this one, get Miguel O'Hara, the Spider-Man of 2099. And for that reason alone, I am psyched for this next film, especially since the first Spider-Verse film. Spider-Woman, too. Yeah, just blew us out of the water. Um, really want to just uh, quickly mention in here as well, John Wick Chapter 4. Haley and I, you're su- we're super psyched for that. Yeah, I love John Wick. It's just fun to see a role where uh, Keanu Reeves' stoicism is really like played into the character. Yeah. I love watching this uh, tall, handsome robot man just shoot people in the face and... <laughs> You know, talk about how they shouldn't have kicked his dog, and I, I'm I'm down for this. I, I think uh, it's one of those films where they just had him as the action man, and they brought in the the serious, deep drama actors as the the support <laughs> cast all around him to to lift him up by proxy, which is just absolutely amazing, and I love that. Um, the three five five, I'm utterly psyched by this as well. You, I haven't heard of this. Tell me more. This? You haven't heard of this. I'm psyched for this just for the cast. It's Jessica Chastain, Lupita Nyong'o, who I said before I love, Penelope Cruz, Diane Kruger, um, Chinese actress Bing Bing Fan, uh, who is making her, I don't know, it sounds like a Western debut here. We've been getting a trickle of female-led action films like these the last few years. Gunpowder Milkshakers is a good example. Which don't pander to the male gaze, which I'm, I'm, I'm just here for it. Um, and for this kind of film, it doesn't have to be the best film ever made to be something that I will just love the ever living heck out of. So 355 is my other pick. Tamsin, just quickly, you also had Jurassic World Dominion. Yeah, sorry, I am a Jurassic World 
fiend. I love it. And Jeff Goldman, you know, closed out the last chapter of the Jurassic franchise by declaring humans would have to learn to coexist with the dinosaurs. And this is what we're getting. So now we're in the Jurassic apocalypse. We're in the Jurassic apocalypse. And everyone returns. So original stars, Laura Dern, Sam Neill are both returning with Goldblum. <laughs> How can you not want to watch this? I, I hope someone eats Chris Pratt. <laughs> Even if it's one of the humans. Conceptually, this is actually what I've been waiting for. For the, since the first film was actually a whole planet of dinosaurs. So I'm pretty stoked for that. Yeah. Planet of the dinos. <laughs> um, and humans blew it up all along. No, that, that's that was a, apes, yeah. That's a different, that's a different <laughs> yep. film. Yep. Anyways, those are our picks for 2022. Coming up later this year, we're going to be covering all of these as our show progresses over time. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.